Hello, Assalamualaikum. Thank you for joining us here at Mindful Muslim Speaks, the place where we are empowering women to grow and thrive. How's everyone doing? I'm so excited to be back with you. We're going to be doing another podcast together. Like we said, if you're new to the channel, we uh, do two podcasts a week about various topics, love, marriage, homeschooling, parenting, all the things that we have to deal with as women, career, inspiration, motivation. And my goal is just to share all the experience I have. If you don't know, I'm a licensed educator, like 20 years, and I'm a mom um, for 20 years. I know there's a lot of parenting stuff online, and I always find it interesting when sometimes moms go on and they've had a kid for one or two years, and then they become parenting experts. I'm nowhere near being an expert. I don't think any of us as mothers really are until we reach up in the age of like 60s, 70s, 80s, where we've been on the earth parenting for like 30 40 plus years but I do have about 20 21 years experience so I would love to share whatever I've learned with you I have five children and um, today because we are a homeschooling family I wanted to share with you a really important question that I get asked a lot and I understand why I got asked it so I wanted to shed some light on what to consider when buying a curriculum or before buying a curriculum if I could be uh, precise so I have about four things that I would like to share inshallah ta'ala and if you don't already know just before I do we're on the web at www.mindful-muslima.com we have um, also an Instagram account best way to reach me DMing me if you have any comments or questions inshallah um, oh we also have a YouTube channel so to show some love it's kind of new we're putting up some stuff and uh, about two times a week as well okay guys so let's dive right in so I get asked by parents a lot because um, I do have courses that I give on homeschooling and training for parents I know there's not a lot of information out there so when it comes to curriculum which is usually the big one that everyone asked me about um, there are some things when I do my consultations with families that I do make sure I cover so I just wanted to share some of like the top um, four things that I mentioned to them so maybe it'll be helpful for you in Shaltada. okay so number one really really which is actually the benefit of homeschooling it's beautiful is making sure you know what type of learner your child is now there's tons of types of learners we have kinesthetic visual naturalist um, linguist there's so many types of learners now i think it's very interesting just to know what type of learner we are myself i do tend to be more visual and linguistic um, and so i i kind of tested myself and so that's the cool thing i wanted to bring to the table is that there actually is a test that you could find there's actually a couple of them but i'm going to give you the best free one that you can use um, to find out what type of a learner that your child is and the benefit of knowing what type of a learner your child is is it's so much easier to teach them because you then know what type of a learner they are and what are the best things that they respond to and guess what guys when they respond well to your teaching less behavior problems less stress for you um, less chaos in the house and I know that's a big thing for many moms just like oh my child doesn't want to cooperate that is not or that's less of a problem much less of a problem when you know what type of learner your child is so I'll get to in a minute or towards the end um, how you can figure that out I have some links and things um, the second one um, is interests so the beautiful thing too about homeschooling and again it goes with the learner as well 
when your child is in a big classroom of 30, 40 kids, which happens over here in New York City, they can really get lost in terms of the numbers. And the thing that's really hard for teachers is making sure that their lesson caters to all different types of learners and, the, and all different types of interests that those learners have within the classroom. And the beauty of homeschooling is that you have only your children you know them really well, or at least you should know them well, and then you're going to be able to cater whatever you're doing towards them. That means better results, more cooperation, and just happy parenting and happy homeschooling all around the child data. So once you've, you've done the test and you find out what type of learning your child is, also where the links I'm going to give you, there will be suggestions for how to then teach them based on those results. And the second thing with the interest is, if you know what type of um, interest your child has, you could kind of tweak or cater the curriculum no matter what curriculum you have. So for example, my son is a science lover. Anything with science, he's just blown away. He gets so, it's actually funny like how excited he gets. Like it's actually nice to watch a child appreciate things and just get excited over things that I think as adults we just find common knowledge but they're just blown away when they find out these facts. So if I can make anything more science-based, even though yes, I will have a balanced curriculum, making sure we're covering all subjects, no worries. But if I could throw a little spin, a little intriguing question that might be scientific or connect to science, or if I had the choice of what type of book to put in front of them in independent reading time, if I go a bit more science-based just because I know it's a love of theirs and it will make them want to read longer, then I of course can incorporate that. I remember when my son was younger and we were doing maths, um, he at first was a little bit reluctant, but what I did was when I purchased the manipulatives, I made sure that I purchased manipulatives that were precisely things that my son was interested in. So at the time, I think he was like five or four, he was really into transportation. He was super into cars, planes, trains. So when I would do counting manipulatives in math, I purposely went and bought these little rubber or wooden um, transportation manipulatives. So as we counted, we counted cars. And you might say like, what's the big deal, whatever you're counting? Well, for the child, it's a super big deal because he's already so into it. I want you to imagine something you're very interested in and then somebody give you a topic that could be challenging. At least your interests are tied into that topic. It just keeps them into it and it gets them excited to learn. So once you know what type of learner they are, number one, number two, their interests get to know them. Now, how do you get to know your child's interests? Well, obviously by watching them and seeing what they gravitate towards. But the truth is sometimes children have never been presented with things or they're, or you might not be sure as a mom. So asking them in all honesty, like, hey, honey, you know, what's your favorite? Um, you know, if you notice you do certain activities with them, you notice they gravitate towards the math ones, it might be math. Or if it was like your daughter, she likes um my daughter likes butterflies right now. She's super into butterflies. You could just ask them, hey, honey, what's your favorite animal? What's your favorite this? What's your favorite that? And kids will generally tell you. They're just super honest. And so for the most part, it's pretty easy to figure out. Okay, number three, strengths and weaknesses. So this is going more towards the moms who have been homeschooling already. So you might have noticed that your children feel excited to do certain subjects, not excited to do the others. Now, I do like to tell parents because I don't know everyone personally, I don't want to give general information to this piece, but they might be disinterested for many reasons. It might be the curriculum, it might not match them. And that is that is possible, having a curriculum that does not work with a certain type of child or learner. And then also maybe it could be the, the way that we're presenting it because we don't know what type of learner they are. Let's pretend they're more visual and we're doing a lot of stuff that is like audio or not visual. And so it doesn't, it doesn't tick the boxes for them and they're not into it. 
Or it just could be like that they feel inadequate about their ability to do that subject. And for most of us, you know, most of us have like framed ourselves as I'm not a math person. That's the one most people say to me. I'm just not a science person or I'm just not a a language person. I'm not into reading or learning languages. There's actually a preference that people can have. But saying that you're not those things because you're not like wired to do those things well is totally false. I think that's something society has um, has tricked us into believing. And I know Carol Dweck, she does a lot of work with growth mindset. You can go back. I did another podcast on that, about that and how we, we can actually train our brains to pretty much do anything. And um, even if it's something that's hard for you, you could still actually totally do it. It just might take a little more focus. So if a child has a reluctancy to do math, it doesn't mean just because they don't feel so awesome at math right now that they can't do it we actually have to teach our children to think differently and kind of um change their internal dialogue i'm gonna probably do another podcast about that because i'm getting asked a lot about that so inshallah look out for that one about how to um train our children to um you know have more self-confidence and to train their mindset because it's so powerful i can't explain but it's powerful for adults so for children and then having a lifetime of ease compared to what we've had because we can't train our brains it's just i can't imagine how much of a better life they'll have inshallah but anyway so knowing their strengths and weaknesses so if you know they're reluctant towards math it might mean that you have to kind of make math more engaging and fun but you have to first know where their weaknesses and strengths in the current state they're in are if you have data from the previous years i would definitely take out my notes my assessments and i would just sit down for a good 30 minutes all alone and try to gauge where they are okay so their reading level is not where it's supposed to be this and that you know you should generally know if you followed my um, homeschooling courses i give an outline exactly how i always know where my children are in every skill set in every subject all the time it's not hard it's a super easy way to do it and again i put all that information in my courses so if you already check those out um you'll find the information there if you stay to the end i'll explain how you can whatever access those things but the fourth one i will say is when it comes to choosing curriculum and I'm not going to get to actually how to choose curriculum. Again, I cover that in my courses and I give you my master list in my actual courses. But what I will say is you do want to make sure one is aligned because the ones that are not aligned and the ones that are not up to standards right now, and there's so many of them, so many of them, like not good curriculums out there um, that say they're common core, say they're this, whatever. Because I have a background, I kind of laugh to myself that I can't believe parents are tricked into this. It's just crazy. It's so unethical. But anyway, you have to make sure you do have one that's aligned. Again, these are things I all have in my courses because it just, people have asked me so many times. It just doesn't make sense for me to keep one by one by one talking to everyone. It made so much more sense for me to just package something that everybody could use and connect with and just stick it up there so it would be easy and accessible. So anyway, getting to the end of this so that let's just review the four things and i'll explain how you can get access to some of these things the first one is what type of learner your child is i have a test on my um it's actually um, a free test on the on my course and you can also get um, again guidance towards what type of learner they are um, so do this so teach them like that and then number two knowing types of interest they have so you could tweak things you could tweak what you're reading tweak what manipulatives you use tweak what questions you ask them so you could frame it in a way that excites them number three like you want to make sure this is all before you've already thought and chose your curriculum because these things will influence your curriculum and what you choose 
use. It will help you to gravitate towards something that will work better for your child. You have to first look at the data. That's what I'm basically describing. Looking at the data of what is going on in, with my children and in my house so I can understand what types of learners and um, children they are in terms of learning. And the third one was strengths and weaknesses, understanding and looking at the data of where they are so I can make sure I meet them where they are and I put up different scaffolds in terms of like how to support them when um, when they, they aren't where they're supposed to be. And don't worry if that vocabulary sounds scary to you guys, like scaffolds and supports. It's not really as hard as it sounds. I talk to so many moms on the phone that, that DM me that are just having small freak out sessions of exactly what they're struggling with. And I don't know, I think they often think they're the only ones and they're not everybody like notice like a lot of times in the homeschooling communities moms put up a little bit of a front that everybody's kind of fine everybody's using this but if you get into their houses it's a little bit chaotic or there's a little bit of reluctance in terms of the moms and that that they're confident in what they're teaching or the children they don't feel their needs are getting met and so people quietly dm me or quietly reach out to me and are just like i'm silently struggling can you help me and i think that's what we need to do more as women we need to stop feeling alone and having these private conversations and just bring it all out in public and be like hey everybody has areas that they could work on i sit sometimes in workshops with women and i I, i'm learning things for the first time from other moms just because um for example like if i want to do something with arabic or islamic studies there's some women that have higher educations in those things in those particular topics than myself i i love that i'm so open to learning from them so i sit in those circles and i'm like a student too we all have to be be like lifelong learners and feel comfortable that there's things that some of us are better at than others and we just have to share what we know and just open up about what we don't and have a no kind of judgment zone i i'm very easy with that i don't mind sharing with people i wish we would all be more comfortable to share so anyway so um lastly was the curriculum making sure you have the right aligned one choosing the wrong one could be disastrous for your child so when you are considering it please just don't pick anything again i go through the exact how to pick things in my course so just since i've gravitated towards i'm just gonna explain to you where you can find a lot of this information again because it's just so much easier to have it all in one place um i did end up making um an online like mini homeschooling course training for the moms and dads that are homeschooling and it is at mindful education mindful education dot thinkific t-h-i-n-k like think i-f-i-c thinkific.com i'm gonna put the link down below anyway but you'll see all my courses and i've made them super super accessible guys they're not you know difficult at all and and they're so easy that you could listen to them on the go you could be washing dishes and listening to them you could literally be doing other things. Driving in the car is the time when I often listen to courses and podcasts from other people. I myself take them all the time from other educators. So, you know, it's just something we have to skill up as parents. We Like our weaknesses will be their weaknesses. Whatever we don't know, unfortunately, they won't know because we're their only teacher. It's not like next year they're going to go to another school. When we're homeschooling, there is so much accountability and it's not something we should be afraid of, guys. It's just something we should be opening up to skilling up and learning. We have to learn things that we don't know. We have to face our fears. And I make it super easy because I hear from moms all the time. They're constantly giving me feedback about what they need to know and I give them the how-tos and steps and what to do and visuals and I have free resources and 
and all that stuff. And I'm constantly just adding additional resources even to the courses I already have up. And again, like I said, they're super accessible, affordable. It's nothing difficult or expensive or anything like that. I purposely made it so it could be super accessible to the whole community. Anyway, um, so thank you so much, guys. I hope that um, you find a curriculum that works for you. It's August. We kind of should be choosing those already. So kind of motivate yourself if you haven't to already get to, to solidifying on one. But it's great to talk to you. I'll talk to you in the next podcast. Assalamu alaikum. Okay, so it's like the mad dash right before school starts for homeschooling, like two and a half week mark, I think, where parents are just going crazy trying to figure out what curriculum to commit on for their homeschooling this year. I'm getting nonstop phone calls, DMs, and I just want to say that I want to give you a little bit of help today in the four things to consider before purchasing your next curriculum, and I have linked even a coupon in the description. If you're wanting to hear more information on how to pick your curriculum, keep listening.